Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Am I Being Unreasonable podcast by Mumsnet in association with Silent Pool Gin. Cheers. <laughs> I'm Lucy Porter, and am I being unreasonable to want a nap? No, that is never unreasonable, mm. Lucy. I'm Asma Mir, and I'm definitely not being unreasonable to miss shopping at CNA. I had a padded gilet from <laughs> CNA. Bloody loved it. This podcast is your definitive guide to one of the UK's most loved and celebrated forums, courtesy of Mumsnet. Lucy and I come together every week with the help of celebrity and expert guests to celebrate Am I Being Unreasonable and its users. Sounds more than reasonable to me. <laughs> Hello and welcome to some more forum fun, thanks to the wonderful Abu users. And on this episode, we hear about the time shyness has made people do the most ridiculous things, some really quite ridiculous things. <laughs> and those words that for some reason set our teeth on edge. Oh, how long have you got? Oh, and... Pamphlet! Pamphlet! <laughs> Eatery, eatery. And our A-list adjudicator is a woman who enjoys a silent pool gin. It's one of the presenters of fellow podcast, Drunk Women Solving Crime, Taylor Glenn. Now, I think anyone listening to this episode will be able to relate to the question, Abu, what word can you just not stand and makes you cringe? Mm -hmm. Original poster says, I can't stand the word nipple. Nipple. It's funny. It's a weird word, isn't it? I quite like it right now because my three-year-old is saying it a lot while while pointing to hers and mine. We won't go there. But anyway, um, so here we go. Gusset, someone says. It makes me feel like I'm going to be sick. Yep, not a lot of love for gusset, panty or panties. I mean, yeah. No, panty. You have to say panty. Panties. Take out your panties. I mean, yeah. if anyone said to you in a, in a bedroom context, <clears throat> mm. you know, I'm going to take off your panties, you'd just go, ah, no, you're not. It did. It happened to me once. No way, no it way. It did. No way. It did. They said uh. that and I was just like, oh, <laughs> you said what? That was the end of the moment. Uh, there's a lot of these which are well body parts which totally agree with people saying tummy when grown adults you oh my tummy's a bit sore oh I've got a, I've got a jippy tummy oh you've got a jippy tummy are you three you've got a jippy tummy <laughs> oh god but that's probably me though because I'm sure one day in the middle I was at work and I said I've just got to go to the Lulu I'm sure this happened because they were all looking at me a bit weird yes. and I thought I think I said Lulu did I yeah. say Lulu I can't remember now because also when you get older you forget things <laughs> you do. so I don't know and what I just said to be fair you're dealing with small children and that you know the sort of the vocabulary that you use with your children which can be my one of my children I won't say which one so as not to embarrass them but <coughs> one of them had a real problem with any word for uh, feces or urine right mm. you just couldn't talk about toilet things they went through a little phase what they were disgusted or just disgusted by right. you couldn't say do poo. you need a poo right <laughs> 
so the, what we ended up doing was saying, do you need a per or a wuh? And that was as close as we could come. But because I got so used to saying... Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. And, you know, with your other half, often like my husband and I would, you know, jokingly go, oh, is it a put or a where? And um, and then I found myself using that in adult stranger oh, company. Oh, God, what a nightmare. Yeah, I know. But, I mean, it's I'm used to embarrassing myself. It's fine. <laughs> oh, we'll get on to that. Don't worry. Um, what else? I hate the word supper. I have no idea why the word always makes me cringe and has done since a child. It makes me cringe because I think that when people say, oh, would you like to come around for a bit of supper? I'm mm. like, what? Are you posh or what? There's what is that? There's a class issue, isn't there? There's totally. But then fish supper from my childhood is the absolute opposite of any poshness. Yeah. It's like, you know, fish have fish supper. It's like fish and chips. But you don't say, obviously, say chips. You just say fish supper. And that just, I, that, I love that. I There's something wonderful about fish supper. But just supper on its own, I hate it. Well, what about if someone really posh said, oh, would you like, would you care to come round for a fish supper? <laughs> then it that's okay. Give you the warm no, that's all right. Okay. Yeah, yeah right. that's okay. Because it's got the word fish before it. <laughs> well, my, because I had a friend who used to be, um, who was sort of a little bit snobby. Mm. And so a lot of the words she said she had a problem with were, you know, the, there was that thing you and non-you, wasn't there? Oh, what? The Mitford, one of the Mitfords. Oh, yes, yes. Wrote this list years, I mean, decades ago now, which was yeah. you words and non-you words. So if you're a posh person, you say, I can't remember which way round it is, but like napkin or mm-hmm. serviette. Oh, yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah. All of those. I was always on the wrong side of that list. Yeah, no, exactly. And I don't, you know, I've got no class. I don't <laughs> care. Some people, I think, are snobby about words. There's, there's some that you just have a snobbery or reverse snobbery. Mm, like yeah, absolutely, thing, you know? yeah. And then there's ones that just sort of viscerally just get you <laughs> right where it, yeah. uh, you know. Oh, there are so many on this list. Oh, my goodness. My brood, says someone, referring <gasps> to a women's children. Fine if you're talking about ducklings, but it's both twee and smug when talking about humans. Well, tweeness is another one, isn't it? Like holly bobs. Oh, Going on your holly bobs and hubby. I'm taking my hubby on, on, on the holly bobs. You know what's so funny about that is that hubby is is awful. I can't stand it. You're going to think I'm a weirdo. I don't even like saying the word husband. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know why? Honestly, because it sounds a bit smug. It sounds like smug married. Yeah. Well, me and my husband. Yeah. I hate it. It does if you say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> We're going for a fish supper. My husband and I are taking a light supper. But no, there's, there's an eatery. things that there's no <laughs> good word for so yeah your yeah. significant other yeah like, i mean i think that's why like dp and da yeah absolutely catch on because it's just a, you know you just don't you want to deal with it as quickly as possible mm, yeah another one and i really agree with this is someone wrote there are no good words for boob really <laughs> breasts or bosoms sound matronly and try hard mm-hmm. boobs and diminutives thereof excessively matey and tits is vile and porny all other words sound either infantile or teenage Sigh, she says, but it's absolutely true. Isn't but what, it? So, what would you use? I don't, well, I would say breasts, but I wouldn't feel. I mm. would feel a bit like breasts, like yes, Hattie Jakes in exactly. Carry On. There is no good word. So, the least worst for me, because obviously I have a three-year-old and she's asking me, "What's that? What's that? What's yeah. that?" And I'm like, "Boobs." So now she just thinks it's a funny word, so she says it all the time, yeah. and that's made me kind of feel. I don't know. I like. I quite like it actually. But whereas previously, <laughs> the word boobs is just stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was it? very again, very sort of Carry On. Yeah, it, absolutely. I recently taught my children and how to type boobies upside down on a calculator and <laughs> tell you what pretty much the oh, coolest the mum ever <laughs> 
amazing. Do they still use calculators? Oh, well, are they specifically for this. This is the only thing they'll ever use a calculator. But there was a calculator lying around at home. <laughs> that and is I, brilliant. And they were like, oh, we don't need calculators. I was uh, like, yes, you do. Absolutely. Um, on a similar note, I also hate this, someone put, I also hate boobing or on the boob for breastfeeding. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All the words around hmm. looking after children, I find a bit uh, cringy as yeah, well. So yeah, yeah. the one that really gets me is when someone says instead of changing a nappy, they go changing their bum. Have you heard that one? No. Oh, it really makes me. But you're not changing their bum. That's weird. <laughs> that Stop it. Swapping their yes. bottom for another bottom. Yeah. But, yeah. There was. Um, I remember when my kids oh. were little, there was a changing mat advertised somewhere. And it was uh, on the changing mat. It said, get off Candy Crush and change my bum. And everything about that just made my soul shrivel up and die. Yeah, I'm cringing so much. Uh, Well, cringe is another one. A lot of people didn't like the word cringe, which is sort of ironic that cringing makes you cringe. (laughs) Uh, Digit, uh, but only when talking about fingers. Stop it. Bit try hard again, isn't it? Digit. Why would you ever need to say digit? Oh, oh, my digits are feeling a bit sore. Yeah, if you're a bit David Brenty. Yeah, well, that's it. There's a certain type of uh, (sighs) sort of male vocabulary. Like, I was just wondering my weary way or Mm -hmm. just off for an ale. I thought I might have a quick tincture, you know. Again, try hard. It's yeah, try hard, just stop it? it. Stop it. I mean, artisan. I can be guilty of that. Oh, artisan. Everything is artisanal. Is artisanal. that how you say it? Well, I don't. I always say anal. Artisanal. Because <laughs> then I'm saying anal. Is it artisanal bread? <laughs> is it Do you make it yourself? <laughs> <laughs> is that basically what it means? Homemade, doesn't it? Yeah. I don't know. I'm probably wrong. It probably means it that doesn't it's mean been, anything. It's doesn't one of those mean anything. It's a showy offy word. It's like reaching out and all those that sort of whole oh, category. Don't of even go there. Business I'm so happy bollocks. you reached out, Lucy. Yeah. Going well, forward, I think off. this is going to really help. <laughs> Oh, I know. And uh, food, that was a whole <coughs> other, you know, mm-hmm. subgenre. So eats as a noun, good eats. Oh. No, same with the way they use bakes on Bake Off. Oh, that's a good bake. Oh, that's disgusting. a good bake. You know, they no. do this horrible thing in broadcasting where if you if someone manages to get a good interview, they say, that's a really good get. Oh. And I want to punch them oh. because get to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's the only correct use of the word get. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, man. And another one, fashion. Fashion? So not not fashion the word, but fashion things. So someone mm. put teamed with. Oh. Yeah, your jacket. I've, I've teamed my jacket. It's my, with... go, it's my go-to blouse. Oh, it's your go- Oh! I've told you before, get tea and got to. I've teamed my go-to, go-to blouse with a statement trouser. <laughs> what I've done. No, you know what the worst thing is, is when yeah. they say, when it's like, uh, when it's uh, something that's plural, but they put it in the singular. Yeah. So they say, and with a red lip. No. Which one? The top one or the bottom one? <laughs> we need the instructions. A dashing culotte. <laughs> oh, no. Just go. Also, the other thing, the edit, this thing about, oh, the trouser edit, this season something edit. When what, did that, that's... What, what does it even mean? I mean, some of these are just flashing the pans, which is fine. Yeah, yeah. But it's the... But what is the trouser edit? I don't even know what a trouser edit is. And when people are collaborating now, so it's like a brand, so H&M, X, whatever the designer I've never heard of is. And I don't... I just There's don't people understand. queuing outside these shops yeah, at 8 o'clock in the morning. For H&M X, bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. Yeah. You know? <laughs> for a holly bobbly dobs. Oh, the holly bobs. <laughs> the holly bobs. We need more fun vocabulary in fashion. That's what I think we need. Anyway, someone doesn't like sachet. 
Okay. Which I think is fine. As in to sachet. No, like no, no, no. I th- well, I don't know. No, no, no. Packets of things. Uh, just hearing it, says the poster, makes me feel like I'm chewing wool. I have no idea why, but all my family have been saying packets instead for me for years. However, I love the word gusset. <sighs> See, the thing about sachet really makes me laugh because, I'm sorry, um, I'm sure for at least 10 years... Our family called it a sachet. <laughs> we didn't know it was a sachet. It's because there were a lot of sachets around in the seventies, were there not? Yeah, or was it you, just me? Oh, there was a sachet, a sachet for everything. Yeah. Well, all your hair products were. Oh, you've got like yeah. a, a oh, sachet yes. of Linko beer shampoo. <laughs> You'd have a sachet because you conditioner. But it was a sachet. Was a luxury. I'm sorry, it was a sachet. You'd get a sachet of conditioner, yes. wouldn't you? A Sounds wrong of, now. Uh, a sachet of uh, L'Oreal conditioner. Anyway, it's an annoying word. It's an annoying. French word for something that should just be called something else. How about a little packet? Packet. Packet's yeah, fine. Packet's fine. Yeah. We don't need sachet. We don't need sachet. sachet. There's no room for sachet. Did you see there was someone did a project where and I think they might have been slightly weird kind of white supremacists or something. Oh, they God. did a thing where they took out everything that wasn't original kind of oh, like hilarious. old English yeah. derived. And words. there was nothing left, just the Oh it's hilarious. And boob. That's yeah, it. basically. <laughs> Man have boob. <laughs> Man have boob now. <laughs> <laughs> we are back on the classic threads board now where I've had the best time reading stories about the times when out of shyness or just trying to style it out, oh, people have said yes God. to the most ridiculous situations. So this all came out of a post entitled... Because of my shyness, I came out of a chip shop with a portion of fish instead of a cone of chips, which is what I asked for, but was too embarrassed to correct the woman serving me. So I ended up eating a massive battered cod on its own for lunch. Can you please share any silly scenarios you've been in because of your lack of assertiveness to make me feel I'm not alone? And oh my goodness, she really wasn't alone. So many good ones. I went to a yoga class this morning by mistake. I meant to go to body attack and got the wrong room. I realised immediately, but the instructor had seen me and pointed me in the direction of the mats. (laughs) I spent a whole hour in the class fuming with myself for not just leaving at the beginning. I hate yoga. Oh, I'm with you. I hate it as well, but I would have have left. No. Because I'm old and bitter now and I don't care what anyone thinks. I think actually you're right. Maybe I would now, but I've been in many... I mean, the number of times at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival... you go to like there's a venue but they have like loads of different rooms with loads of different shows on mm. and I thought that I was going to see a fellow comedian doing their show but I'd actually wandered into the room and the person checking the tickets hadn't noticed and oh, I sat through no. <laughs> an entire hour of a <laughs> Russian magician who I didn't understand any of it. I don't, <laughs> if I'm honest, I don't really like it but it was... <laughs> Six of clubs. <laughs> it was really, and I, but I couldn't. Oh, leave bless you! There weren't many of us in there. But would you know if that happened to you now? No, would I still you? wouldn't in that situation because it's a performance. Whereas I think, yeah, class, I probably. But, but would. what about crawling like on your stomach <laughs> at the venue? That's what I would do. That maybe makes you so unobtrusive. That's what I always love is when people di- they duck down like no one can see me. I duck. It's like a magic power. No, um, I think if someone else is going to be offended Mm. so this Mm, this is a classic right I once allowed myself to be introduced as Sophie 
not my name, to every member of a huge organisation because I was too shy to correct someone. Yeah, as happened so much. But basically, so my uh, my name's Asma. My best friend is called Yasmin, mm-hmm. right? So we're working in the same organisation. And she said to me that the editor guy, the boss, came up to her once and went, Asma, you're back because I've been away. And she just went, yes. Oh, no. And I was like, no, 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 you have to tell him otherwise. <laughs> and anyway, so she, he still thinks that that's her name. Still, you can both get time off work this just is so true like twins you I just know. pretend to be one another i know i know so we, then we became yasma yes. way before benefer <laughs> and all those people all those people there's a lot of food related ones which are fantastic yeah. um and i'm sure restaurant situations everything but this is great once i asked for two kilos of tomatoes already the warning signs are there in this fruit and veg shop i used to go in battersea i meant two pounds and he kept on asking me if I was sure, but I was too embarrassed to say I had got it wrong. I just muttered something about some tomato chutney. I never went back. I mean, I'd imagine as you're struggling along the street with two kilos of tomatoes, you're going to think maybe maybe I should be more assertive. Maybe I should. Oh, I love so. it. There's, There's another one here. I once accidentally ordered 20 loaves. We've all done it while supermarket shopping online and instead of saying something when they arrived I just nodded and cheerily took possession of my bread (laughs) mountain (laughs) I so relate to this absolutely this one particularly right I once bought a bag of cherries in Mm M&S the checkout girl weighed them and then said these are 18 pounds is that okay what I was too embarrassed to say 18 pounds for a bag of cherries forget it so I nodded and said yes that's fine oh no and paid 18 pounds for a bag of fucking cherries she had clearly done something wrong on the weighing machine maybe she was standing on it (laughs) although do you know what you say that but cherries are incredibly expensive but not that expensive well i have i have bought a bag, a bag of cherries mm. and been horrified yeah by but were they 18 pounds not 18 pounds but certainly more than yeah, i really yeah, wanted yeah. To absolutely pay for no they are really expensive oh similarly pick and mix my kids <laughs> i let them fill up a pick and mix no you got to say to them 10 <gasps> sweets each Oh, my God. I mean, it was, yeah, it was a costly mistake oh, in every right. way. Because then they were also sugar crazed. Yeah, and then all ages, the teeth but... fell out. On the subject of which, we don't just throw this together, guys. No. I had a crown fitted at the dentist. The bite didn't feel right. So he fiddled about with it. By the fourth fiddling, I was getting a bit self-conscious. So I said it felt fine, even though it didn't. I'm also far too embarrassed to go back and get him to refit it. So I'll just oh. suffer and hope my mouth gets used to it eventually. Oh, God, I know. Oh, that's horrendous does come a point doesn't there where you I mean I tried on shoes and having worked in a shoe shop myself I'm always very conscious I don't want to be that woman who comes in and is really difficult but um, I kept trying on shoes and like none of them fitted and I ended up thinking do you know I'm just going to buy them and then I'll bring them back because I don't want to have wasted so much time but nothing nothing worked this is why people like shopping online (laughs) unless you buy 20 loaves of bread by accident (laughs) this one I think is absolutely tragic I walked through a supermarket on my way to work one morning the security guard caught my eyes and I felt compelled to buy something as I thought since I was empty handed he would think I was a thief (laughs) I walked out of there with a meal deal for lunch I had brought my lunch with me that day (laughs) waste of four pounds Again, I can imagine doing that many years ago. 
many years ago. I think I probably might have yeah. done that. Yes, yes. But yes. but but not now. But hey, I'm not judging. It's <laughs> just think it's I'm... that awful moment, isn't it, where you just think, oh shit. Yeah, but then the the logic of that as well. That why wouldn't you just pick up some chewing gum or uh, you know <laughs> the idea that you've gone and chose? I'll choose that's my a, sandwich and a side. Good point. That's a good point. <laughs> oh, which crisps shall I have? <laughs> but bless that poor woman oh, or man, whoever it is, for being so easily blessed. But I think you're right. See, now I was saying before that I would buy something and return it but look someone put once bought a pair of trousers that looked terrible because the assistant had spent ages helping me and I was too shy to admit I didn't really want them after all even worse this was overseas where unlike the UK you couldn't later return for a refund oh no what a nightmare I did once have um, a personal shopper in a in Kendall's department store in Manchester what was that I thought oh I'll treat myself to like because you know I was feeling a bit dowdy and I was like I'll get you Mm -hmm. know someone else to have a look but I ended up buying stuff that I knew I was never going to wear. Oh, no. Because you feel, yeah, because they they spent all that time, for which they're being paid. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, um, I can understand that. It's like I'm like that with makeup. Makeup, makeup. makeup. Oh, my God. This is the one thing. There's no obligation to buy. Yes, there bloody is. Yeah. No, I now, as you say, though, as you get older, it is better because now... I absolutely just say no. I just want the thing that I came in for. Yeah, I will yeah, have my yeah. foundation that I know suits. Absolutely, me, and I will not buy yeah. a lip liner that I've never <laughs> lip liner. Or primer. I know who's got time for that? Primer. That's the one they always primer. get you with. Then oh, actually, this would be lovely underneath your base. And I'm like, yeah, because yeah. that's never going to happen after day two. <laughs> I'm never going to remember to do yeah, that. Yeah, just give me one other thing I have to do in the morning yeah. while all the kids are screaming. Yeah. yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. No, but I'm. I, I feel for. Let's have a. Let's take a moment. I think <laughs> to think about all these poor people who oh are God. acting out of shyness, and let's all say together, "I will be more assertive." Oh blimey! But it is difficult. I tell you, my um, you know, people not remembering your name. Mm-hmm. I was doing the weakest link quiz show with Frank Carson. Oh, God rest his soul. And um, Frank Carson was brilliant. And my dad was Northern Irish, so my dad loved Frank Carson. And when I met him, I was like, oh, God, we're such yeah. huge fans. And he was so lovely. But he kept calling me Louise. Oh, blimey. And I was like, oh, God, you know, and I couldn't, I thought, I don't want to correct him. But he yeah. was like, Louise, 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 Louise. And anyway, then we went on set where oh, you get a big God. name badge. <laughs> Saying your name, and I was like, oh, God, this is going to be really embarrassing because he's going to see it, and now he's going to be really embarrassed. Anyway, I put my big name badge on saying Lucy, and he continued to call me Louise throughout the entire thing. And then at the end, I said, oh, would you mind signing something for my dad? And uh, he put, dear Morris... Louise is a credit to you. <laughs> Lots of love, Frank Carson. Oh, God. and he was such a nice man. That uh, can it's... I can I say something right now? I know that that some people are just shy, and I used to be very shy, and now I don't give a shit. But what I would say is, is that sometimes in these situations, what you need to do is you nip it in the bud. Yes. As soon as as soon as you, because the longer it goes on, the more reluctant and the more awful it feels. The more reluctant you are to fix it, and the more awful it feels, and it gets worse, and it gets worse and it's some awful sitcom scenario so if something of like that happens to you just quickly within like heartbeat just fix it yes. or correct it and just I've say no 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 absolutely on the other side of that so at the Edinburgh Festival you work with the same staff for like a month in your mm-hmm. venue mm-hmm. and there was one of them who I started calling Mark on day one yeah. and then a month later when we've seen each other every single day oh. eventually I was getting around to doing the um, you know the thank you cards for them and I was just checking 
everyone's no. names and I realised it was Matt. Mark was Matt and I had been confidently calling mm. him the wrong thing for a whole It's month. not that bad. It could have been something that didn't begin with an M. I mean, I thought you were going to say, you know, like Stephen yeah. or Tony. But <laughs> not his name is still not his name, isn't it? I mean, that's no, that's true. Of, uh, that is very true. But yeah, you're right. You're Aww. right. Nip it in the bud. If you get given 18 pounds of cherries... <laughs> Just say Demand no. a recount. <laughs> Get off those scales. Also, if you are a shop assistant, maybe you should offer people ways out just gracefully to go, yeah. I'm not going to serve you that because nobody <laughs> needs 18 pounds of cherries. Nobody needs these many tomatoes and you haven't convinced me with your story about tomato chutney. I'm not convinced. How are you going to make the tomato chutney? Go and tell me. Tell me your method. So shop assistants, the onus is on you. People yeah. who have been called the wrong name, mm. nip it in the bud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that those yeah. of us who are shy or forgetful mm-hmm. don't have to cope with it. Yeah, yeah, do it. Do it now. <laughs> the Am I Being Unreasonable podcast by Mumsnet in association with Silent Pool Gin. Cheers. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's the Abu A-List Adjudicator of the Week. And now I'm delighted to welcome on the line Taylor Glenn, who is one third of hit true crime podcast, Drunk Women Solving Crime. Drunk women, drunk women solving crime. It's a great theme tune if you haven't heard it. Um, I was on the show and I had a fantastic time as a guest on it. So do listen to that. And I felt, well, why not invite one of those lovely ladies on? So we do have Taylor. Hey, Taylor. Hello. How are you guys? Very good. Thank you so much for having me on your lovely podcast and I feel oh, we solved a, a lot of crime when I was there. I don't remember much about it but I, I, I believe crime was solved. I was going to say you are a super sleuth so don't do yourself down. <laughs> I won't. Now I think Taylor that you may be a kindred spirit because obviously you enjoy a drink and I like to relax at the end of a long day with a silent pool gin but Taylor what do you Ooh. get up to when you're in relaxation mode? Oh, samesies. I'm going to go with you on the gin and tonic. That's uh-huh. kind of how drunk women got started. We started on gin because it felt like the most detective-like <laughs> beverage. But yes. yes, at this ripe old age and being a parent myself, it's no longer I want to go out and unwind. It's very much I'm at home. I want to watch something really good on TV and have an ice-cooled 
beverage. That's yeah. perfect. And then go to bed by 10 if at all possible. <laughs> oh, that's late, Lucy. Come yes. <laughs> that's Pajamas a, that's by a big seven. Night. That's uh, <laughs> my idea of a good night out. Agreed. So now let's get your definitive answers to the ABU questions, Taylor. It's no pressure, okay. but the, the fate of the nation rests in your hands. <laughs> Okay, I'm not anxious, I'm fine. No, you're I'm fine. fine. You're fine, you're absolutely fine. So the first question I have to ask you, Taylor, is am I being unreasonable to have 4,978 unread emails? No, not unreasonable at all. I was thinking, do I have that about? Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, and I, don't, I no longer tidy up my inbox. So, oh, no, I'm on board with this person. Yeah. Don't feel bad. No, I'm looking at mine now. In fact, so, Asma, do you want to read out my... There's my tally on my inbox. Uh, <laughs> that's not real. <laughs> okay, are you ready for this? This is like a phone number. 31,268. Yeah, I'm subscribed to a lot of mailing lists. <laughs> and every morning I wake up to emails from these home improvement things. Do you need I to hit your unsubscribe wow. button? I really do. I need About 36,000 times. times. So, <laughs> so I'm glad that you say, Taylor, that the 4,978 wow. unread emails isn't unreasonable because... It turns out it's all relative. It wow. turns out that person's wow. very reasonable compared God. to me. Ooh. Okay, here we go. Here's the next one, Taylor. Am I being unreasonable to not want my friend's au pair to join our weekend away? A weekend away. Mm. I know. I don't. You know what? I thought she was going to say like a play date or just like a day to day thing. And I'm like, you snob. Yeah. Of course, that's okay. Mm. But a weekend away, I think that's a different level of intimacy. Um, <laughs> I mean, I have friends I wouldn't even want to go away with on the weekend. You know what I mean? So, but. Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's See, of, I take these so seriously. It's difficult. I feel bad for the au pair. Well, not knowing the context as well, because if mm. it's, do you not want your friend's au pair to join us on our weekend away and it's just you and your husband? <laughs> and yeah. somehow the au pair, the friend's au pair is coming at your husband's behest, then no, you're not being unreasonable. But I don't know, you see, because if I had friends with an au pair and we were all like going away with the kids... Mm. Then there might be a part of me that thought, oh, yeah. there's some free child babysitting. There. Absolutely. Mm. You just don't know if the kids are involved. You see, that's the thing. Oh, if yeah. We knew. See, I was picturing the au pair in lieu of the parents. Like, you know, we're not up for it, but we're sending our au pair. <laughs> <laughs> that would be such I a don't... diss, wouldn't it? Like, we don't actually want to come away with you, but we want to get rid of our children and our au pair for the weekend. That's exactly what I pictured. And I was like, I can see where they're coming from. I wish I had that option. That yes. sounds nice. We're just going to stay behind <laughs> <laughs> that's it i mean yeah now actually that would be a stroke of genius wouldn't it just getting oh child free weekends Absolutely. by sending a pair off with other people um here's yeah no one. i don't think you can block that i mean that's just gonna be a help not a hindrance come on yeah so so they are being unreasonable in that yeah. case I yeah think. i got harsh on that one now okay Sorry. fair enough um <laughs> am i being unreasonable to not wear a bra to a wedding <laughs> We don't know if it's her own well, wedding or, or his own <laughs> wedding or uh, no further information, but to not wear a bra to a wedding. Hmm. You know what? I think if you hadn't brought it up, nobody would notice. And if they do notice, then there's your answer. Yeah. 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 I'm with you. It I'm with you. It really depends on the gown, you know? 
Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't know if you said to me at my wedding who was wearing a bra and who wasn't. <laughs> I, I mean, I wasn't, actually. I'll be honest well, with you. I wasn't either. No, oh, I, well, but I can't I had, remember that far back. I had a corset, you see. Oh, hello. So I, was, I was strapped in. The, okay. the lads were under control. There was no, <laughs> no chance of an escape. I see. And see, we were fully naked just because oh, that's nice. how we are. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So who needs a bra? No, I, th- I, think, I think a lot of dresses, you don't need a bra. But mm. um, again, if you're, if you're questioning it, if it's like white linen, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I think it's very much up to the individual's own conscience hmm. and breasts. Yeah. Isn't it? I think that's fair enough. Here's another one for you. Am I being unreasonable to think sports day sucks? No, of course you're not being unreasonable. (laughs) I'm really thinking about it. Sports day is coming up for us Mm. in our school, and I do. I feel a sort of building anxiety just Mm. because it's. Have I sent her with the right clothes, the right shoes? Will she wear those, or will she have her own custom blend of tights and very short shorts, which is what she? (laughs) recently um <laughs> will she cope with failure will i look like a terrible parent because i can't help her cope with the failure yeah, yeah anxiety <laughs> all over the place about sports day oh god so i'm feeling anxious anxiety. too no there is so much anxiety oh. where did you grow up taylor so i grew up in pennsylvania for the most part and did you have sports day was sports day a thing in was there egg and spoon races and <laughs> sack races in america we just races i don't remember parents being invited to things like that, we just got pitted against each other in a in a bid for humiliation. Because I remember getting teams picked all the time. Everything we did was like popularity contests, and I remember being really really happy because I was like eight. One year I was like, oh my god, I made it to number eight. This Aww. is amazing. <laughs> I know it only lasted for a year, guys, but it was great. I was really popular. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I just think it brings up all that old angst. It does. You're supposed to be the adult now, so it's almost worse. Oh god, <laughs> well, and no! Well, they have the um, the adults race, which I have had to feign injury. <sighs> every I'm with year. you. I'm with you. I'm not doing that. Yeah. I'm not doing that. What? And the kids really want you to. The kids are like, oh, mummy, you know, please take part oh, in the mum's race. No. Well, in fact, now my... I want to say my husband instead. Yeah, do, because actually my husband did it and he was really happy that there was a granddad there because otherwise he would have come last. (laughs) But the granddad, I think very gamely, let my husband come second to last. (laughs) Now, I don't want to conflate the question, but Lucy, for that, I would say if you do go for it, you should wear a bra. (laughs) (laughs) Very Oh my God, you're right. Otherwise, there could be children taken out right, left and centre. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. I'm right. Open. Here. Health and safety. Here's the last one. Am I being unreasonable to have a fifth child? Yes. <laughs> that's all you need there, really, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Thank you very much. The only that. one I, that's the only one I knew right away. <laughs> exactly. Definitive, simple. That was great. Thank you so much, Taylor, for uh, oh, thank you. coming and being our A list adjudicator. And um, we will all look forward to listening to more. Drunk women solving crime. I love that you're singing it. Too. I'm not Thanks doing so it justice, much. but uh, <laughs> no, you are. Lovely. <laughs> Thank you so okay. so much. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you guys. It was really fun. There will be another A-list adjudicator next week. 
So the Mumsnet users have come up trumps again. Uh, when Lucy and I posed a question of our own, we asked Abu to find out if there's an era in history in which you think you would suit better. Yeah. Yes, basically. Any, I've always, anything except now. <laughs> I've always thought this. Well, I've always been the golden age of Hollywood, Hollywood in the 20s and oh, 30s. Oh, really? Absolutely, 100%. I would have been there with, oh. you know, Gene Harlow and Charlie Chaplin. Oh my goodness, get you. Oh yeah, no, this is absolutely my my thing. I'm kind of thinking, just to be a woman just never felt that fantastic. And the only time that it kind of ever did to me vaguely was the 60s when it seemed like women were, you know, starting to become liberated. So maybe it'd be the 60s, I don't know. Anyway, you all had a blast with this. Um, Here's one, an era where we still grew our own food and cooked over open fires and didn't worry about anything beyond our own little community. Possibly I should have been a caveman. (laughs) There is a lovely simplicity to that, isn't there? Just nothing to worry about except being eaten by a big animal. (laughs) (laughs) That's about as far back as people have gone. This one now, I think, because talking about the lot of women... Someone put wealthy single Edwardian lady with no intentions of ever marrying. Yeah, no, I love that. It's two fingers up. I love it, love it, love it. Austin Time says one, I have really pale skin, big tits and curly hair. I'd have been a supermodel. Yeah. <laughs> There's someone else who agrees with me. I should have been born in the 1920s. So mm. I would have been in my 20s in the 1940s and I would have lived in beautiful evening gowns and spent my evenings in smoke-filled jazz clubs, drinking champagne. And then I would have raised my children in the 60s and 70s when life was so much nicer overall. I was a child myself in the 60s and 70s. It was great. And my mum thought so too. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Uh, I would love to have been a teen in 1980s America. I get this strange feeling of nostalgic familiarity when I watch 80s films or listen to 80s music. Just lovely. Oh, yes. I would have been, you know, in the breakfast club. (laughs) Yes. Or Molly Ringwald in Pretty and Pink. With your baseball or, jacket. Oh, God. In fact, yeah, I would have been Ali Sheedy in the breakfast <laughs> club. I would have been a slightly weird one. But yeah, I totally relate to that. Or Back to the Future mm-hmm. and all of those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, mate. This is unambitious as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I think I'd like to have been born about eight years before I was. I'd have had a really good 90s as a young adult instead of a teenager. The bands I'd have seen. Oh, lovely. But that is kind of when I was born. So to that poster, I have to say it's not all that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was good. I did see a lot of great bands, but... Oh, this one's kind of sad. I wish I had been born post-internet, almost having the lives my children have. Every bit of knowledge had a click away instead of having to write off information and wait for the post. I remember this. Or visit a library which involved bus journeys. Remember wanting to do something that you had to fill in the form for. Being 200 miles away, I had to write for a form, wait till I was sent the form, then fill in the form and send it back. Mm. By then it was too late and they were full up. It was utterly frustrating. We hear you. We do. And actually there is something... Lovely about a lot of the positivity about the current era. Yes. You know what I mean? Because actually we have never had it better in many ways. Mm-hmm. Someone put, I'm happy with what I got. I love iPhones, comfortable beds, Nando's oh, yes. and vaccinations. <laughs> That's the last on the list. So hmm. previous eras wouldn't do. <clears throat> also, I don't want to live in a dystopian hell. So the future is no good. <laughs> oh God. I thought that was a happy one to end on, but actually it was a slightly depressing finale, wasn't it? But uh, anyway, let's just make the most of the time we've got. Shall we say that yes let's wear the nice clothes of the 20s 30s and 40s let's act like we're free love era Mm -hmm. people from the 60s but let's enjoy the internet not dying in childbirth (laughs) oh god and (laughs) and nando's
<laughs> oh, huge thank you to those wonderful Abu posters without whom none of this would be possible. And we will be back in two weeks' time. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Am I Being Unreasonable? Brought to you by Mumsnet. Presented by Lucy Porter and Asmar Mia and produced by Amanda Redman. You can contribute to the forum by registering at mumsnet.com. Follow them on Twitter at Mumsnet Towers and Insta at Mumsnet. And get in touch with the podcast by writing to abupod, that's A-I-B-U pod, at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Thanks to Acast for hosting and most of all, thank you for listening. The Am I Being Unreasonable podcast by Mumsnet in association with Silent Pool Gin. Cheers. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.